When I was in college, I knew nothing about secret societies. I knew nothing about masonry or brotherhoods. I was a good slave, filled with useless knowledge and well-versed in all the many books and pseudo-facts that were programmed into me. I never questioned my superiors. In fact, I looked up to them. I coveted their knowledge and trusted them with my mind. I sat in classes with some of the best and the brightest studied under some of the most influential professors in the country. I was a proud slave, owned by one of the most prestigious schools in the American university system, a historical institution that made me feel worth something. As the first to ever graduate college in my family, at that time, it was a very big deal. People treated me different. Being part of such an institution gave me an instant certificate of respect. Though I had no idea my soul was being corrupted and my mind was being hijacked. Pride of life and lust of knowledge gave me a high, a sense of accomplishment, victory. Like I had defeated the world. Not until I graduated did I realize the academic psych ward I had been in. The tunnel vision the false pride and elitism. I, I myself didn't have an elitist perspective, but the school I was in did. And I guess I was part of that by proxy. All that stuff meant nothing in the real world. Years of tests, writing, mountains of books, projects, stress, sleepless nights, early morning lectures meant nothing. No matter how much I knew, my position in the world stayed the same. But a lot of my classmates went on to get huge jobs and great internships and great positions of many successful companies and firms. They were literally handed opportunities normal people would have to work years to achieve. But I got better grades than most of them, studied harder, had more passion and respect for my opportunity to be there. I was thankful and they could care less. I hardly missed a class, though they would skip and ask for my notes. What I never realized until much later was they all were fraternity members, initiated and under oaths, and I was not. Then I understood the dichotomy. I could see the covert caste system within academic structure. After much study, I developed an understanding of what fraternities actually were why they existed, and their direct connection to the hierarchy of domination that controls our earth, the left hand that rocks the cradle. The earliest Greek letter fraternity was started at the College of William and Mary in Virginia 
It's called Phi Beta Kappa, 1776. Known as an honor society, also a secret society, Phi Beta Kappa stood for love of learning is the guide to life. In other words, knowledge and the acquisition of it is the sole purpose of living. Here at the first Greek fraternity and second university in history, next to Harvard, we find early forms of academic secret knowledge programming and its direct connection to the Fraternal Brotherhood, or Honor Society, which is an organization for the elite only. Hmm. Founded in 1776, Phi Beta Kappa shared the same inception as what we know as the Bavarian Illuminati of Adam Weishaupt. Interesting. Here we recognize that the first fraternities were directly connected to the world elite, not only by year of inception, but by the fact that all early American universities were Jesuit-developed institutes, and usually covertly. And Weissop himself was a Jesuit professor and Mason. Included, all originating members of Phi Beta Kappa were Masons. This honor society would also influence the development of the Skull and Bone Society, which modeled itself directly after it. In fact, all modern college fraternities and uh, honorary or secret societies are patterned after the Phi Beta Kappa chapter. To sum it up, the fraternity in general is not only a Jesuit Masonic creation, but it's an application pool for the elite to funnel in agents for their magnum opus, or great work. Sororities are built in the same fashion, uh, described by the development of Pi Beta Phi at Monmouth College of Illinois in 1867. All of our secret societies based on secular Greek doctrines and Masonic organization. Yet they claim to be Christian and teach from the Bible. Usually Protestants with an Anglican or Church of England Anglo-Saxon core which we understand was uh, comprised by Jesuit infiltration, and who pretty much has always been since the Council of Trent in 1545. But moreover, any Christian claim made by fraternities or secret orders of any kind has always been a bold lie and facade, when every functioning facet of these organizations are in direct disobedience to the Most High God. I remember seeing all the fraternity and sorority students on campus. They were like the cool kids, the in crowd. Almost like celebrities on campus, next to the football and basketball players, whom are also fraternal members. They seemed to have a special place in the school, like they enjoyed some type of favoritism. That always perplexed me. Plus, uh, I thought, why Greek? What is the deal with all these foreign letters and forced Greek culture that it's ancient and has no real relevance today. Well, very little did I know, Greek culture and history had all to do with what we call modernity. See, I never knew America and modern society was founded in Platonism, the work of Plato, namely uh, the Republic, and Greek science, mythology, and philosophical hermeticism that originates in Egypt or Kemet, which is the foundation of Anglican doctrines of Magna Carta Europe, which influenced the Constitution, or a Plato's story of Atlantis and the Atlanteanism, which comprises the identity of Masonry 
and the Roman Catholic Church, the Jesuit orders, and the Puritans which created our American university system of education, i.e. mind control, via ancient Greco-Egyptian mysticism and elitist social organizations. This is why it's all Greek. This is why the ethnicities of all kinds are herded into cults taking on Greek identities and mantras. These fraternities and sororities are recruiting bases for the new Atlantis, the new Republic, or new age, uh, the new Babylon. In Greco-Atlantean lore, which actually came from Egyptian tales of Thoth, were described to be run by a high elite Aryan race. Only Aryans were allowed uh, on council and as high priests. Atlantis is the origin of white supremacy doctrines and the Aryan race ideology that has pretty much always been a pillar within America's foundation. Especially when you gather that all fraternities, science, politics, social studies, and education as a whole come directly out of this Platonist Atlantean superior Aryan race global domination alliance. So you pledge your allegiance to an ancient deity to earn your Greek letters, basically. You take on a new identity and proclaim your new position as a slave under the authority that governs your body and mind. This is all ancient, old world occultism. Disguised as brotherhood, love for your fellow man, and community service. Yet it's based on mind control. It's merely a filtration system for the elite to pick their pawns and brand their cattle. It's like a pyramid scheme in a way, a multi-level marketing system. At the bottom you have the entry-level group, the frats, which is focused on recruitment. This is where cult programming takes place. Identity is broke down and rebuilt through trauma. They call it hazing. Above the recruitment level is masonry which plays as the intersection between academic fraternities and the elite organizations of the world. Above masonry sits the secret societies and knighthoods, think tanks and elite clubs like uh, Skull and Bones, Bohemian Grove uh, and Club of Rome or Knights of Columbus. These are the levels that truly structure society and the levels above those pretty much approve the protocols and form the decision-making base. And mind you, the majority of people who join frats and sororities are completely ignorant to these things. So, you know, a lot of people are innocent when they get involved with these organizations. They have no idea of what's actually going on. And plus, once they complete pledging and cross over, the programming is already finished. Mentally and spiritually, they have been transformed. And now are loyal and dedicated members. This is why things like rituals, hazing, and taking oaths are so important to accomplish initiation. Because once these things have been accomplished, the initiate is no longer an individual and no longer in control. Maybe they slip up, knock your side of the head. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the gamers don't run me. I run me, okay? Pledge! Y'all run. Greetings, <laughs> big brother, down aside. Now they are a brother or sister dedicated by oath under a Greek deity and organization. Not only is this their new family, but it's their new authority figure and source of identity. See how this works? So we understand that frats and sororities came out of masonry and Greco-Egyptian polytheism. But where did they begin? Well, for that, we must go to Greece. 
around 750 BC to be exact. Fraternal orders of modern times are directly patterned after ancient Babylonian cult groups, which took a shape in Greece by the influence of Homer and the polytheistic witchcraft he was famous for. Divination and theurgy was heavily practiced in cults that gave worship to the Olympians and other deities. Apollo, Hermes, Aphrodite, all were worshipped in cults that required private initiation by way of ritual, drugs and wine, sacrifice and mainly torment or trauma. We call it hazing. This is where it originates. Ancient Greeks believed by being initiated in the cult through hazing, they would gain some type of divine favor from the revered deity. Also required was ritual, oath-taking, dancing and stepping to summon the spirits, orgies, and homosexuality was very, very prevalent, and cutting and branding the skin to the gods. It's surely no coincidence that all these practices are intrinsic parts of modern fraternity and sororities, because they are merely modern versions of ancient Greek fraternal cults. And as you go from fraternity to masonry to secret society orders, these practices increase in their severity as the deity's demands become more and more extreme, perverted, and monstrous. I didn't gain complete understanding of the fraternal mindset and development until I studied Greek fraternal cults and their use of mind control techniques and theurgy during initiation. I gained understanding through discovering that the exact techniques used in ancient Greece are used in modern-day fraternity and sorority pledging processes. What's more is the fact that these techniques are scientifically defined as cult programming or monarch mind control slave procedures in modern terms. But actually, they originate in Egypt, part of the comedic mysticism found in the Book of the Dead. Now we understand the bulk of Greek mythology and science derives from Egypt. That's pretty much common sense. Hence their use of these mind control and spirit summoning procedures in their cult initiations. Even modern-day satanic cults utilize the equivalent form of techniques in their initiations and rituals alike. But for now, we will focus on fraternity procedures and cult programming. So what type of techniques are used, and what type of goals are achieved in this monarch-style programming? Well, in cults, in any form of mind-controlled organization, you need two main things. First, the destruction of the initiate's ego and identity. This is usually done through trauma, whether it be psychological, emotional, physical, sexual. And two would be the invocation of a demonic entity. So this is the spiritual aspect here. This is usually accomplished through drugs or alcohol or both, and always sexual acts, which are also forms of invoking rituals. These two concepts, also known as dissociation, and invocation will create a docile mind controlled individual. Fraternities and sororities implement these methods directly into their pledging process to guarantee loyal brothers and sisters that will make eager tools for their elite social magnum opus and one world government and never question their duties or moral fabric of their endeavors. Let's look at more required concepts in this type of mind control. We will find the blind faith in conformity. It's very important groupthink, very important, and a lack of personal identity. 
right? This is basically groupthink. A fabricated sense of family is created through humiliation and torment, sleep deprivation, and cruelty. This part of cult programming is called trauma bonding. When groups of people endure pain, embarrassment, or near-death experiences together, they tend to form a strong bond that is based on the shared experience. This type of bond is recreated during hazing to produce artificial bonds from forced moments of trauma. Not only are bonds artificially formed for brotherhood or sisterhood, but individuals' identities are shattered and split, producing a cognitive dissonance, duality, or the double mind. This is also known as monarch programming. Let's look at the name hazing, which is the practice of rituals requiring harassment, abuse, and humiliation, utilized as a way to initiate a person in a group. We see this practiced in gangs, sports teams, military units, fraternities, sororities, and social clubs. What is significant is that all of these groups require a degree of conformity and mind control and in-group behavior to function properly. And importantly, to further parallel hazing with trauma-based mind control or satanic ritual abuse, it always contains physical psychological or emotional abuse included with sexual abuse in the majority of rituals even the term hazing itself references uh, mind control we could look at it that way or a hypnotized state being in a confused haze breaking down the spirit of a person until they are forced into a haze state of dissociation this concept can be further described in the cognitive dissonance theory by leon festinger from ancient babylon to the new babylon these hazing rituals continue to be utilized in the initiation tradition of pagan culture and Satan worship, which is exactly what fraternities and sorority membership is. Now for non-believers or atheists or agnostics, none of this will really mean much to you because uh, secularism goes hand in hand with the fraternal order paradigm, the new age movements and uh, Luciferianism as well. But for those of us in Christ, it is important to understand Satan's purpose in forming these societies from the beginning of education through the minds and actions of wicked men. Not only to create a secret society social network or one world government consolidation system, but a way to monopolize the spirit of those in power. Program the elite and its web of control to serve him and fulfill his bidding. Share his desires and lusts vanity and greed and overall corrupt the minds and spirits of talented children of God gifted believers in Christ and ensure that anyone or any social institution in power would operate under his control and reverberate his doctrine and most of all live and function in complete disobedience to the most high and his perfect word righteousness and truth this is why frats and sororities require oath-taking, which is forbidden when one reads Matthew 5.34 and James 5.12. Branding is also required in many cases, which is also against the word of the Father stated in Leviticus 19.28. In many cases, pledges are beaten, forced to draw blood, raped, or involuntarily handled sexually. Some even die. Demonic activity like these are mere routines and customary in pledging processes of initiation. 
all which split the mind into dissociation, corrupting one's morals and dignity, breaking down their identity to rebuild a new one, destroying who they once were prior, forming a new corrupted spirit, like the phoenix through the flame, or the next step up the Kabbalah tree, like all the ancient Gnostics, Masons, and Magi of day past. These new initiates deny the Father for secret knowledge and favor in accordance. As the Greeks sought favor from the gods, pledges seek favor from the world. From this firm or that corporation, these councils and them who they wish to be revered by, pride, arrogance, preferential treatment, praises of man and not the Father, the ability to rule over others and join the elite classes of society. The pursuing of happiness through power. One might want to ask, does any of this apply to the Father? Is this how the Most High Creator of all things would want His children to operate? Oh, but people join to give back for community service and networking, friendship or job opportunities. You join for a good reason. Please tell me one good reason to disobey the Heavenly Father. Where there is darkness, there is no light. Let's make some connections. Just like Greece would have specific cults with Apollo over them, or Zeus, or Dionysus, etc. We also find these types of ancient deities being subliminally worshipped in Greek letter organizations. For example, each fraternity is represented by a type of god. To the ignorant initiate, this is only symbolic. But when one assesses the oaths, rituals, hazing, and fornication, it makes it much easier to understand what these practices have to do with deity worship. Let's look at the Black Fraternity Divine Nine, which derives specifically from ancient Kemet and is based in having these deities spiritually lord over each group and be worshipped by sacrifice and ritual. For instance, Sigma Pi Phi is ruled by the Sphinx or Griffin. Alpha Phi Alpha is ruled by Osiris. Kappa Alpha Psi is Thoth. Phi Beta Sigma is Horus or Lucifer. Delta Sigma Theta and Eastern Stars are under Isis. And Omega Psi Phi is ruled by Anubis, the dog god. Have you seen how Omega, or what they call Q-dogs, behave? Literally like dogs. They bark and howl and go nuts when they hear trigger sounds or certain songs. This is all part of mind control and spirit possession. Their behaviors are influenced by triggers and they literally embody the spirit that is over them. It is very disturbing to witness some of these fraternities and sororities events, man. They call them probates. It's a great opportunity, though, because when you do this, uh, you get a better understanding of what mind control actually looks like and how these social cults mold people into programmable entities that are no longer an individual but are now a hollow link in a chain of bondsmen and bondswomen. Yet they lose themselves to feel a part of something, to feel as if they have gained ground in society. When they have only maintained to fill a role, a position, in an organized system that only has interest in using their bodies as footstools and their minds as brick and mortar. Though unknowingly, many people are influenced to join by curiosity and sometimes family pressure. We understand that innocent people are lured into these social cults. As always, we must assess Hollywood's role 
and the conditioning of reverence towards frats and sororities, and how entertainment has always had a key role in inspiring one to pledge. gentlemen. You should all be very proud of yourselves. Each and every one of you has been handpicked to represent our inaugural pledge class. Over the next 21 days, you're all going to experience intense mental and physical strength. Ah! Pace yourself. I state your name. Do hereby pledge allegiance to the frat. Do hereby pledge allegiance to the frat. Uh, with liberty and fraternity for all. Amen. Amen. Incidents that all professionals in all sectors of the social elite, including athletes and entertainers, are members under oaths to fraternities and sororities? I, I think not. Because to make it to certain levels of power in society, one has to be under an oath. Lucifer requires it. It is a mandatory process to have you pledge allegiance to his great plan in complete disobedience to the Heavenly Father. The great deceiver will have it no other way. How do you think one climbs the ranks of masonry and onto the secret orders like Skull and Bones, Scroll and Key, or Quill and Dagger? By beginning from the fraternity sorority entry level structure. Now all brothers or sisters do not move up to social orders and lodges. In fact, very few actually do. Remember, this is a filtration system. Yet all secret orders and lodge members were once brothers and sisters under Greek letters and satanic oaths to the gods of Greece and Egypt. Let us close with the ubiquitous fraternity mantra spewed from the trained mouths of every brother that earned his letters through transgression of heaven father. Amen.